Hey, this is Roxanne Shapir with Roxanne Shapir Limited. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. It's Scott Ferguson and we're at episode 306 with my good friend, Roxanne Shapir. Uh, we're going to really dig into the solar level. And that's her word. Uh, I think it's a beautiful word, and she, she really drops some serious knowledge nuggets on helping you really silence the noise that's holding you back, trust your instincts, be authentic, and really level up your life. You know, she is someone that has a, a kind of a challenged background, uh, but people really listen to her, and they really kind of called her their angel. Um, she has a gift that not very many people have, and I'm so, so blessed to be able to be aligned with Roxanne and to collaborate with Roxanne. And I'm so privileged to bring you this interview. So sit back, relax. You might want to break out your notebooks here as well, because here comes my really good friend, Roxanne Chaput. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson. And I got my awesome sauce friend here from just north of the border in awesome sauce, Canada. And I've been kind of waiting on this interview because she, the knowledge nuggets that she has on her website, which will be in the show notes, uh, will help you definitely level up from, I, I kind of like think of a different angle, a more fun perspective in a sense where I'm a little bit more business and not saying my good friend Roxanne Chaput is not business, but she makes it fun. If you're watching, you can see she's absolutely stunning, has a bright smile and she's ready to bring it, but she's a spiritual guide, energy healer shaman, and a life and love coach. Her soul's mission is to guide souls to awaken, heal, and love at the cellular level. I love that. I am here to, she is here to inspire, affect energetic change, and empower amazingness in each and every single soul possible. And Roxanne, thank you so much for coming on. Please introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast for our But first, what's your favorite color and why? Ooh, purple. (laughs) Why is it purple? I just love cotton candy, but um, <laughs> I just love cotton candies, guys. Just purple. I just find it so soothing, so melancholy, and I just find it such a beautiful color. And it's regal and royal, like yourself, you know, and it's, you also have the red and blue in it, right? That's my favorite color, too. So red, I'm sure you can get a little fired up every once in a while, like yes. all humanity, <laughs> but the blue is kind of chill and relaxing oh. and stuff and calm. You got a little purple hue there in your background, too. It looks I do my logo. Oh, I love it. It's super. And I love how the, the angel, if you're watching this, you can see like the little halo like sits right above her head. I love this. I love it. <laughs> so, Roxanne, let's get to a little bit of the roots of you know, kind of where you started and how you got to the point now where you're really helping people level up at the cellular level. Yeah, absolutely. So ever since I was a little girl, I just had this deep knowingness that I was being called to elevate, that I was being called to serve humanity. I was always very receptive to energy. Even as a child, like adults would come to me for guidance. They would share their whole life story with me. They would kind of just like to be in my presence just because I always had like a very calm presence. So like if their energy was a little bit disrupted, they'd kind of just come in my energy field and kind of get their fix, I'd like to say. And I remember always asking my family and my friends, like my parents, like, do you have this burning desire that you are just meant to serve humanity on a greater scale? And they're like, no, like, I, I, like, I just don't understand what you're like, what you're trying to say. So I just kind of, you know, I, I couldn't resonate with anyone. I couldn't click with anyone in, in that sense. Like I couldn't 
find, you know, the purpose of that? Like, was I different? Was it just something that I was feeling inside of me that everyone feels inside of them, but just did maybe didn't want to, you know, bring it forward. And, you know, just going through life's trials and tribulations, I worked at the cancer center and throughout my entire life, people would always kind of refer to me as their angel. And I had these incredible patients at the cancer center. And obviously most of my clients and patients were palliative and I had a pediatric population and a very like young oh. adolescent population, which was obviously very challenging. Yes. And they would always refer to me as their angel. They would always come to me. And I wasn't like the psychologist, the neuropsychologist, or like the counselor of the program. I was like, like the coordinator, like I did a lot of the coordination and they would literally just share their entire life story with me right there at my desk and like just pouring out their heart to me and like mm. telling me their fears of like the next transition that they're going through. And like most of them, like I said, were palliative and they were dying. And it was just something that I thought that everyone did. I thought that everybody had like kind of that gift, like that everybody was able to kind of help, you know, heal others and to like just soothe them, mm. especially at like end of life. I just, I, I wasn't sure that that's kind of that's what my gifts were. And as I kind of went through life a little bit further, I, you know, experienced some unhealthy relationships to a very, very unhealthy marriage. And then I ended up leaving with my three beautiful children. Oh. And after I left my marriage, I experienced four near-death experiences. And the first near-death experience was truly one of like one of the more pivotal moments of my awakening period and it just made me realize that I wasn't living to my purpose and at this time that the first near-death experience happened we had went over a cliff and I remember I was working as an executive at a local college here in Canada and I just remember saying to myself like I, I've been telling myself I'm happy I'm good I'm always positive I'm always you know in a great mood I'm always uplifting others inspiring others but am I really living my life's purpose? Like, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? Like, how am I serving humanity by doing this job? Like, I just, I couldn't link it and it didn't feel fulfilling. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? And then that's when I started to embark on my own self and soul mastery journey. Wow. Where did you start with that? My, my, my journey? Your journey, yes. I mean, really? obviously you had to journey to where you're at. And, and yeah. by the way, I don't understand how you have three kids because you look like you're about 20. <laughs> You know, I'll do respect, but I'm close to 40, yeah. Yeah. but I'm going to stay 29 forever. There you go. I just turned so 50. So we ate, we're like fine wine. We, we ate yeah. well. It's what my soul feels like inside. Right. 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 And uh, yeah. So I think that journey really just commenced as I just really started questioning my reality, questioning my belief system and really figuring out what was really authentically me and what was kind of, you know, put on me. What did I feel that I should do? What did I feel that I was supposed to do opposed to what I truly desire to do? And what was that burning feeling within, you know, my soul that was telling me that I wasn't living in alignment and that I was doing something different. So I think that's like the moment where I just, you know, really started questioning everything. My belief systems It's almost like I, if you think of a house, it was like I tore down the house and tore down the foundation, ripped out the foundation and started building a brand new foundation on my own belief system and what actually felt right within me and that resonated within me and not what was being said in the world. Because I'm, I'm sure you know, there's been a lot of conditioning and conformity that has happened and transpired throughout the world, especially as childhood, you know, like going through our childhood. 
And that was something that I really, really took a lot of time, about six months to a year to really kind of dissect and rebuild that aspect of my wow. core belief system. Wow. And then I don't mean to disrespect on this because I'm sure you did a, throughout your life, but when did you really start to believe in yourself? Honestly, I really started to believe myself at that moment when I, when I nearly died the first time. And before that, I didn't believe in myself before that. I, I didn't know that I had gifts. I didn't know that I had different abilities than other people. I Even though people were telling you the whole time. Right? I thought but everybody, it, I thought yes. everybody got those compliments. I thought everybody right. like, cause I gave compliments to everyone as well. So I just thought yeah. that that was normal. I normalized right. it. Wow. That, that, that's amazing. And so you live kind of a life of an imposter in a sense yeah. where like you yeah. were doing your job and doing it well, but you had a gift that you were not given to the world yet. And it was just in good timing. So then do you work one-on-one -on -one or in groups? I work one-on-one. -on -one. Okay, perfect. So when you start maybe in a discovery period with a new prospect or possible client, what it is your secret sauce, if you don't mind sharing, to maybe help them find their blind spot? Their blind spot is always within them. We always know our blind spots, but sometimes it just takes somebody else to see something a little bit differently yes. in order, you know, like I always say that it's always good to have people that surround us that have different perspective because they can see our blind spots when we don't. Yeah. And sometimes we have to kind of, when we're doing this deep work and we're going into our self-mastery journey, it's important that we kind of ask others what they see in us, right? Because sometimes just like myself, I didn't see what I had within me. And that doesn't have to just be our strengths. That could be our weaknesses as well. And sometimes we already know those weaknesses. Sometimes we already are in within that shadow work. We're already kind of suppressing a little bit sure. of part of ourselves subconsciously, but consciously we kind of know what yeah. we're kind of, you know, not trying to show to the world opposed to what we're like wanting to present to the world. So I think that really the first part of that is really to just be honest with yourself and to be truthful to yourself and to like, just take away the mask and allow, you know, the dark and the light energy to kind of intertwine and be okay to come to the light. Wow. So remove the mask and let any of the energy kind of come into you to be able to work through that in a sense, right? And you probably do that through some pretty powerful questioning, correct? During the, the maybe the discovery period. Yeah, absolutely. And because I'm a shaman, I'm a generational shaman. So what I also do, because we do energy healing, and for those that don't know what shamans are, the listeners that I don't know what shamans sure, are. Sure, please. Shamans are ancient healers. So they've been around for over 100,000 years. And back then they would be considered the medicine man, medicine woman, spiritual healer, yeah. energy healer. And back then, really, it was all about traditional healing modalities and about soulful healing modalities. So shamanism is not spiritual, like it's not religion, it's not organized religion. It's mm -hmm. about connecting yourself to your own individual soul. Wow. So, so strong. Wow. Yeah, Keep so going. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So when, so, and being a shaman, you can't just become a shaman, something that you're born with, you're initiated into. There's a whole process in becoming a shaman, a true you can't, shaman. You can't do it online? we keep it light here so, no, that's right. so you can try. <laughs> when you're in that discussion with you know your prospective client uh, do you call them clients by the way or what, what would you call them the, the people I call them soul them? connections soul connections I love that so mm -hmm. what is maybe what, what is like when you're working with them is there any good 
question that you wish they would ask you but never do? Yes. <laughs> you know, I feel like what is preventing me from truly effectively healing? Because, wow. you know, being a human being, we have, we're four layered beings. We have our emotional, we have our mental, we have our physical, and then we have our spiritual, our energetic, right? Right. So a lot of us only heal either one or two aspects of ourselves opposed to wow. healing the actual source of who we are, which is our energy, right? That's where the disruptions and imprints happen. And knowing that we are energetic beings, we're electromagnetic beings, and that energy never dies. Wow. That is the biggest component and disposition of who we are. That is, that is so strong because we are energy, you know, I mean, everything is energy. I'm myself. I'm really, really, really big into sound healing myself. Um, you know, I took the course, if you will, I didn't do it online. I actually went, there's fantastic sound healers here in, you know, South Florida. And, you know, you got the tuning forks and whatnot that we kind of rock out and, and get it going, but we are all energy. And like, if I liken it to almost like a jazz band when I coach clients, right? So you know, like the drums might be your financial, the guitar might be your personal. And like you just said that there's different aspects that if one of them's out of tune, it can throw off everything, correct? Yeah. Well, we have chakras within us and I'm sure you probably are aware what chakras are, mm -hmm. but for those that are listening, your no, chakra system, yes. Yeah. Your chakra system is like, think of little energy turbines within your body. So from your sacrum, like from your sacral all the way to your crown, you have these incredible chakras, these little energy turbines that are turning within you. And if there's disruptions or there's imprints, that's what causes mental health illness, emotional illness, and physical oh. illness within you. Yeah. Well, it would like maybe a little step of what you might do to help them clear up those chakras. Yeah, so absolutely. So I do massive trance. So I do, most shamans do trance. So we do journeying. It's, we called it journeying. So if you think about NLP, neuro-linguistic programming or hypnotherapy, mm. something very similar to that. However, they're fully cognizant and they're fully aware of what's happening through the trance. So we end up going at a soul level and we end up connecting with their soul. But being an energy healer, an energy reader, I can tell where the disruptions are happening within their energy field. So I can tell which chakra is disrupted. And sometimes for those, it's percussion. It's about hitting. I do native drumming. I do rattling. I do crystal bowls, tibetan bowls, yeah. anything that emits frequency because our, our chakras really resonate with frequency because we are vibrational beings, right? So it just depends on the client and it depends on the chakra on the chakra that's affected. I love it. So when you're taking them through your process and they're beginning to heal and level up, what kind of things do you put them on for? Like, I'm saying this in air quotes, kind of like maintenance to keep leveling up because a lot of times it can, you know, you'll hit a block or a loved one may die or you almost fall off a cliff. You know I mean? Like what kind of things do you kind of set them up with, with maintenance? Right. I work with my clients until they're fully sustainable on their own. That's why I do offer guarantees in my journeys is that they do affect cellular healing or awakenings and so forth. And I think that it's important understanding that we are human beings and that our energy and that we are always going to be embarking on our self and soul mastery journey that will never end. We are always going to be attaining wisdom. We are always going to have to do the self work that we need to do. So we need mm. to and for that, like for some people like to meditate personally, I don't do meditation that doesn't work for me. So I do journeying. So however you find your peace and that you're able to connect with yourself and experience the inner peace and allow that inner peace to kind of prevail through you that's the work that we need to continue to do. And we can't negate that self-care. It's just like when you're exercising, you can't just stop exercising and expect your body to be healthy. 
right? So we have to continuously exercise. We've got to continuously practice just like yoga, continuously yes. practice and make sure that we strengthen. Love it. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny. Cause like I, you know, being 50 and I, I keep myself decently in shape and whatnot, but it's like every morning that I wake up now, it's like a, my check engine lights on, you know, and no matter how much recovery I do, I'm not a meditator either. I'm a breather. Like I, I love the deep box breathing and, you know, my morning routine is, is, is always on point. If, you know, I, I call it chasing energy. A lot of people are like, oh, you shouldn't chase things. But, you know, my mentor was like, you know, a coyote sees a rabbit. He's going to chase it, but he's going to have a strategy. He's going to have a strategy for catching the rabbit. Right. And if you stick to a strategy, you can have that energy. I love that. I love it. So let's unpack a little bit about this journeying, journeying. Can you ex- elaborate just a little bit more on that? Yeah. So as shamans, uh, and I mean, this is going to be a little bit foreign to some listeners. No, it's fine. Yeah. As shamans, we travel through worlds, right? So we travel through dimensions. So that is the point of being a shaman. And that's where we find disruptions. That's where we encounter our spiritual guides and our animal guides. And that's where we receive our guidance. So shamanism for me is from an indigenous culture, right? So I am Mm -hmm. indigenous, I am native, I am French and native, and it's a Métis culture here in Canada. So Mm -hmm. we journey here in Canada and journeying can be different in Peru. It just depends on the shaman and their traditions. However, here, when we journey, it's like we are going and we're asking the right questions in order to receive the right responses to see how we're able Mm -hmm. to help them heal, to guide them to heal. So when we put a client through a journey, through a trance, is that we are now allowing them, but they have to get to a certain point in their work where they're able to actually open up to actually connect with their own spiritual and their own animal guides. So that's what the journey is, where they will receive the answers by doing the journeys. I love that. And like, it's funny, you said Peru, you just kind of mentioned it because I do make a journey there every two years for little ayahuasca and and cleansing (laughs) and stuff like that, you know? Um, it's changed my life. It, it really has. It's not for everybody because it's a scary as hell situation. Yeah, it's a soul you know? retrieval, right? It's a soul retrieval. So Ooh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, not all shamans use ayahuasca here in Canada. It's not legal, unfortunately, but um, right. we do other medicinal herbs or we do like percussion and we do different things to put them into a trance. Love it. I love it. I, this is so fun. This because I'm unpacking so much with a professional that does it. Because I only get my fix, you know, every couple of years. And COVID cut a year out. I'm heading there back there in August to to have I meet with guys I served in the military and some hard target, you know, stuff. And we all kind of meet up down there and just uh, you know get some you know black maca and you just kind of relax and just you know kind of just let loose. And I'd come back totally refreshed, cleaned out. That's for sure. I'll tell you that with ayahuasca. It's a uh, cleansing. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was, I remember my first one. And that's the thing. Sometimes when people come through journeys with me, because we're releasing so much emotional distress, mm-hmm. physical distress, mental distress, some people start throwing up. Some people, you know, have bowel movements <laughs> a few days where they're cleansing. I'm like, it's a cleanse, right? You're doing an energy cleanse, just like you would do like a detox, like a, you know, a food detox. It's, right. It's so, <laughs> Have you seen the movie Back to the Future? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Let's get in that DeLorean with Marty McFly. Let's go back, because I know your age kind of. Let's go back to the double deuce, the the 22-year-old Roxanne. Okay. Is there any good knowledge nuggets? That's what we call them here at Time to Shine Today. Is there any good knowledge nuggets you might share with her? Not so much to change anything, Roxanne, because our journey is our journey, right? But to maybe help her shorten a learning curve, level up, and blast through maybe just a little quicker. 
Yeah, like if I could have redone it from the age of 22, is that what we're thinking? You know, no, not not change anything, hon, but like maybe drop some knowledge on her to, to help her along the journey. Yeah, I would tell her to trust herself and to believe in herself. That would be oh. my biggest, that would be the biggest words of wisdom that I would share. And it nails, it hits home so much with you because it's like people had to almost inadvertently coach it off yes yeah that's crazy so how do you want your dash remember that little line in between your in incarnation date and your expiration date your life date and death date on your tombstone which we hope is way down the road right uh so stay away from cliffs um but how, <laughs> how, how would you like your dash remembered Roxanne honestly I I've never really thought of that and I think that I really would want to be remembered for just being incredibly loving. Yeah. Love and light. Love and light is what I'd want. Love, light, and peace on my, on my tombstone. Wow. Love, light, and peace. That, that's strong. And, and you're actually walking that walk. There's a lot of people out there. Um, unfortunately, I've even interviewed and they're, um, they, they talk a good game, but they're not living. it, And that's so imperative, I believe. To, to live to to live what you're talking about and you do it and I'm, we're so the world's so blessed for that Roxanne so what do you think then people misunderstand the most about you I think that they don't understand what energy healing is uh, mm. a lot of people like in my surroundings like a lot of my family and friends really like they've always known that I was a very old soul like I was always kind of labeled as an old soul. I've always carried a lot of wisdom. I've always channeled a lot of higher universal messages to those around me. And they're like, where did that come from? Right. Um, but yeah, I think that new people, like it's very, I can't have superficial conversations. I'm a very deep conversationalist. So it's just for, <laughs> I can't really speak to those that aren't really awakened or that are not open to receiving the information that is being channeled. Wow, that's, that's strong. And that's where you can help them. So, like, as you evolved to where you are, and you look back at your journey, mm -hmm. your physical journey, if you will, yeah. was there ever somebody that was always there, whether metaphysically or physically, that was always there? You look back and go, damn, I just wasn't aware to it. Yeah, I've always had an incredible spiritual guide, two angels over me, and one is an ancestor, um, an indigenous ancestor, and she is a shaman. And she has, this is how I knew I was a shaman, is because she came into my dreams for almost four months straight, and she kept calling me to the land. I won't go into the full description of the of the dream because it may take up some time. However, it was an incredible dream, and it wasn't until another shaman in my community let me know what that by doing dream interpretation let me know what that dream signified. Uh. Wow. And that's kind of how I realized I was a shaman, but instinctually and the feeling of the warmth that I felt with her in my dream, she has always been around me. Wow. That, that, that's amazing that you're, we're alert to, because there's been people in my life that were barking at me in a sense, right. That I just wasn't open to hearing. It could a lot have been, been ego for me, to be honest yeah. with you. But then I look back now and I'm a lot more centered. I mean, I'm always evolving, but there was, there was people there in my path. Um, that, that was awesome. So then what, what keeps you up at night? The world, where it's going. <laughs> okay. Um, do you, with, with you, heaviness, 
oh. the heaviness of the world just because obviously I am yeah. working the light and I do a lot of light working and it's mm. just a, there's a disbalancement happening in the world. And I think that energetically any light worker is feeling that right now. Right. Um, it's just not to be playing into that narrative and just to keep emitting light and love and peace, regardless of what's transpiring throughout the world. However, it is bothersome for our future. It's it's bothersome for our children, it's bothersome for just other living beings. We're all divine creatures. We are our unity. We are divine oneness. So that's bothersome. Wow. So what are three things that, that let's not say any computers or technological or anything basic like food, air, water, whatnot. Like what are three things that Roxanne can't live without? Love. Okay. <laughs> Love, family. My family, like my imminent family. Sure. Love family and just goodness. I love it. I think you need community in a sense too, in a sense, you know, because it's like you're so your energy and the, the community just ramps up your energy. I absolutely love that. So then what is Roxanne's definition of a life well lived? A life well lived is serving humanity at a greater level beyond what we serve ourselves. And this might feel contradictory and I believe that we should always obviously fill our cup, but I feel that what we give to the world has to be beyond what we can offer, what we feel that we can offer. It has to go beyond that. So let me ask you something then let's unpack that a little bit deeper. Like, are you open to reciprocation? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Cause a lot of times, uh, especially energy people, they're giving, giving, giving so much that they can block the, the goodness coming in. You know, I mean, it's, uh, I'm, I'm happy that you are. And I'm happy for you saying that. Yeah. And, you know, I did a lot of research around the laws of attraction. I have certifications in law of attraction mm. and understand that it's not just the law of attraction at hand. There's 11 other universal laws that go into collaboration with the law of attraction. Wow. When we okay. think of these, you know, law of vibration, law of correspondence, law of action, there's so many different laws that go in, like that coincide with the law of attraction. So when we think about reciprocity, it's important that we understand how to receive and how to give. Wow, that's that, that, that is amazing. And just being open to receiving too, because I mean, I was, I was a give, give, give until it hurt so good, but I wasn't open. I found out the blocking and luckily my coach um spiritual coach you know she's just like you have to be open to this stuff and once i did it everything just really turned the corner time to shine today podcast varsity squad we are back and roxanne maybe one day we'll sit down and have a, a discussion in the flesh face to face uh but and we'll probably talk 15 20 minutes on each one of these yeah. questions but you have five seconds with no explanation <laughs> on, on these questions and they can all be answered that way i promise you Okay. 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 Awesome. So <laughs> let's le let's level up. All right, Roxanne. Level what up. is what is the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Oh, sorry, I it cut out a little bit. What's the best leveling up advice you've ever received? Mm, I trust myself. Yes. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Practicing what I preach. Yeah. There you go. So. You see me walking down the street, you're like, yeah, Ferguson, Fergie looks like he's in his doldrums a little bit. Is there a book you might hand me to help me level up? I don't read books. Okay. No problem. No problem. I so, channel. I'm sorry. I'm channeling. No, you're good. You're good. So what is your most commonly used emoji when you text? White heart. White heart. Love it. Any nicknames growing up? Yes. 
What is it? What is it? Um, Foxy Roxy. Foxy Roxy. I love it. Love it. Love it. So, chess checkers a monopoly. Monopoly. All right. Very cool. We can definitely hang. So, there's what? What's your go-to ice cream flavor? Bubblegum. <laughs> All right. Now we can definitely. I love bubblegum. It's awesome. I want the bubblegum in it. Love it. So there's a sandwich called the Foxy Roxy. What's on that sandwich? Chicken, bacon. Oh, man, Candy. Dude, you and I are like, you're like my sister from another mist. I'm going to tell you right now. Pickles, That's awesome. onions, everything. Love it. Love it. Yes. So you, you can come back to present day, but you can hop in a time machine for one day. Would you go... 20 years or 30 years in the past and relive a day or would you go forward 30 years to see what's what's going on i would go back to the day that i met my incredible partner <laughs> yay that's awesome that's awesome i um yeah there's an awesome kegger in 1989 that i would go back and relive that night over <laughs> <and> over. <laughs> Love it. it was really great passionate you know intimacy we'll just leave it there <laughs> all right very cool love it love that so Favorite charity and organization you like to give your time or money to? Um, yes, I'm actually in the midst of creating my own charity. My wow. own. Yeah. Okay. So I believe in helping, um, obviously, foster children and orphan children. So that is something that is true and dear to my heart. So I'm just in collaborations, actually, with a U.S. company right now. And we're just looking and working how that's going to kind of look out for donors. Thank you for doing that. If you need help, let me know. I was an orphan and did some child slavery stuff. So I can probably put you in touch with uh, some people, um, you know, if you ever need it. If you ever see somebody, you're like, can you make an intro? I'd love to be able to make that introduction. So last question. You can elaborate on this one. But what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? Mm, I'm going to go 90s. <laughs> 90s, okay. Very cool. Very cool. I'm an 80s guy, but I'll, I'll give you the 90s. I was sure born in the 80s, and I can't right. appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So how can we find you? Uh, anyone can find me on my website at www.roxanne. C-H-A-P-U-T.com and all of my social media handles are under that name as well. Love it. And do you have these retreats going on that uh, with I'm the uh, sh- shamanic healing journey retreats and stuff? Yeah, so those are all, yeah. So those are all individual retreats. Those are all healing ceremonies and healing celebrations that I bring my clients through once they have mastered their cellular healing. Mm. And I'm looking to actually, I'm in collaborations with a company in the U S and Canada right now. And we're looking at doing global retreats with renowned healers throughout the world. Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So do me one last solid here. So you just rock this mic. So do me one last solid and leave us with one last knowledge nugget we can take with us and internalize and take action. Yeah, just really to silence the noise and really to trust yourself, go in deep, you know, trust your instinct, trust your intuition and make sure that you're following your soul's mission. And that sometimes that means change. Sometimes that means we have to change careers, change business avenues we have to pivot sometimes that means that we need to let go of relationships and friendships that no longer serve us but understand that they needed to be a part of our journey but they don't need to be the rest of our journey i love that i love it and squad we literally had a free master class with my awesome friend here roxanne that you know she had a deep knowingness to be called to elevate and serve humanity you know she's referred to you know as 
Roxanne was referred to as people's angels. You know, she they have to ask herself, you know, is she living her life's purpose? You know, so she has commanding questioning to find out what her authenticity is. And that's what she will do for you when you work with her. You know, she builds her foundation on her belief systems that always level up. She's she wants you to remember that it's good to have people with different perspectives around you. They might not match your energy, but different perspectives that can help you find your blind spot. You know, be honest and truthful and accept both the positive and negative because it's part of your journey. And the negative parts, let us make a warm introduction to my good friend Roxanne here to help you get through that. You know, she believes that a lot of souls are connected, you know, and if you're in a kind of a pinch, you know, ask yourself, what is preventing me from truly healing, truly leveling up? You know, she'll help you find disruptions and energy field and work with you until you are fully sustainable on your own. You know, so she has ongoing, she cares, she gives a shit, she wants to be there and to help you uh, level up. And, you know, she wants to remind us to never negate your self-care, okay? Like you, you are important. You have your vehicle that you're in, your body, your temple, take care of that. Trust and believe in yourself. She will be remembered as somebody that's incredibly loving, wants light and peace, no matter what is transpiring in the world. You know, she believes that serving humanity at a greater level than we serve ourselves is absolutely paramount. And lastly, silence the noise and trust yourself. Go deep, trust your instincts and follow your soul's mission. That's what my good friend Roxanne does. She's leveled up her health. She leveled up her wealth. She's humble and curious, yet she's still hungry for more. She's earned a varsity squad level, varsity level, varsity letter here at Time to Shine today. Thank you so much for coming. I love your guts immensely. And I can't wait to collaborate with you on some stuff in the future, Roxanne. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me today. It was such an honor. You bet. Chat soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.